Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. As we've been reporting on KSL News Radio, New York Governor Andrew Cuomo announced today that he will step down in two weeks' time. If you think this is simply one more story of a politician behaving badly, there's more to it. It's time to go beyond the headlines, so let's begin. Think you know the news of the day? Think again. So as we mentioned and as we've been following throughout the morning today, uh, the governor of the state of New York, Andrew Cuomo, has announced that he will step down as the state's governor uh, in two weeks following a report that the state attorney general issued claiming he had sexually harassed and retaliated uh, against 11 women, uh, possibly more. So the question I want to get to today is what does this story really teach all of us, everyone, Uh, across the U.S., here in the state of Utah. Uh, I think there's a couple of things we have to get to, including changing the way we look at those in positions of power and prominence, that we restore a healthy skepticism, that we get away from just focusing on personalities and politicians and those in power. This cult of personality is a dangerous thing that we've seen play out over and over and over again in our society. And I think it's time for us to question that just a little bit. Uh, But let's start by breaking down what did happen today in the governor's announcement. It was a surprise to many. Uh, He started uh, as he has been uh, since the attorney general report came out, uh, defiant, defensive, dismissive of the charges and the allegations distracting uh, with his own narrative of, of who he is or his uh, the way he conducts himself in, in public settings. Uh, and none of that really holds water. Uh, I think when you look at the credibility, if you really look at the 168-page report, uh, this was not just a uh, high-level sweeping generality. Uh, these were specifics, and, uh, and that matters in this process. So I want to go through this first, and this is important for us to to really understand what happened, what he said, and what happens next, and then we're going to spend some time staying with the question uh, as we get into this whole idea of the cult of personality and this focus on people in power and prominence, uh, politicians and 
political party heads and so on, uh, that we really missed the point and some lessons to be learned for sure. And so let's break this down just a little bit if you're just tuning in today and, and catching up on what has happened as it relates to the governor of the state of New York. And actually, you know what, We're gonna, I'm going to skip. Uh, I was going to play a couple of uh, clips from the governor to start off where he talked about uh, his interaction, where he deflected and denied and defended. And you know what, I'm, I'm tired of uh, rewarding bad behavior with airtime, so I'm going to skip that. Um, let's go down to, to clip number three. Uh, so rather than talk about his defense and his distractive statements that were anything but uh, contrite uh, or really accepting of the consequences, uh, I want to go to just the process. Uh, so here is Governor Cuomo uh, laying out uh, what would happen in terms of the impeachment proceedings, uh, how it relates to governing and the govern the what needs to happen for the people of the state. Uh, and why all of this would be a distraction really leading up to his reason for resigning. Government really needs to function today. Government needs to perform. It is a matter of life and death, government operations. And wasting energy on distractions is the last thing that state government should be doing. And I cannot be the cause of that. All right. So uh, Governor Cuomo laid out the uh, the need of government to continue. And I think that's been the argument from many that it's really tough to govern in the position he's in right now. Uh, Governor Cuomo did say uh, that he loved the people of New York. And that was also part of his reason. And ultimately delivering uh, the line that was a surprise to many uh, again, after a very vigorous effort to defend and distract and distort to say that he would actually resign. New York tough means New York loving. And I love New York. And I love you. And everything I have ever done has been motivated by that love. And I would never want to be unhelpful in any way. And I think that given the circumstances, the best way I can help now is if I step aside and let government get back to governing. And therefore, that's what I'll do. Because I work for you. And doing the right thing is doing the right thing for you. All right. Then finally, he indicated that the lieutenant governor... Uh, Kathy Hochul would be ready to assume the reins of power uh, when his resignation becomes effective in 14 days. Kathy Hochul, my lieutenant governor, is smart and competent. This transition must be seamless. We have a lot going on. I'm very worried about the Delta variant, and so should you be. But she can come up to speed quickly, and my resignation will be effective in 14 days. All right, so that made it official that the governor of the state of New York uh, would step down two weeks from now, uh, that his attorney general, Kathy Hochul, uh, will step in and take the reins of power. And uh, if you're not familiar with her, she is incredibly well qualified to lead. Uh, Many had anticipated that there would be a point where Kathy Hochul uh, would 
become the governor of New York, and uh, she now will have that opportunity. Uh, she's been the lieutenant governor since 2015. Uh, she is a Buffalo native and really kind of uh, cut her chops in politics at the local level, which is an awesome thing. Uh, to where everything happens. And I will just throw in a quick reminder that there are municipal elections today. You need to get those ballots in. You can't mail them today. Uh, you got to take them to a drop-off or a polling location uh, to get those in. And, of course, you can always go to vote.utah.gov if you have any questions there. But I do love the fact that the next governor of the state of New York uh, is Kathy Hochul, uh, again, who really started at the local level there in Buffalo. And uh, I think she will do New York very well uh, as the next governor in two weeks' time. So she will have time to really put a transition uh, plan together in terms of where they go. There's a lot of work yet to be done. Also remember that there are uh, other investigations that are ongoing relating to how Governor Cuomo handled the early stages of the pandemic, uh, particularly as it related to nursing homes and uh, where they transported uh, elderly people. Uh, who were dealing with COVID symptoms. And so all of that is yet to come. And I I hope that that process uh, continues on. Uh, And to me, that's a a real critical piece of the puzzle. So as we look at what has happened today, uh, Governor Cuomo resigns. That's a good thing. Uh, He was defiant in that process. But I want to stay with the question a little bit longer. Now we know what the headlines are. We know some of the behind-the-scenes things that happened that led to a surprise announcement today. And now I want to get to the principles. Uh, I want to get to this idea of can we get past the cult of personality in our politics, in people of prominence or power, and what are the lessons to be learned over this kind of situation Uh, Many more things to discuss and come up. We're going to do that coming up in the next segment here on Inside Sources on KSL News Radio. Stay with us. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. Don't miss Cold's new season three, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts.